0: Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in, and thank you for sticking with us this hunting season. We had not been doing our three episodes a week. Been quite chaotic. We
1: have done three, but just one of them has been a football podcast. Correct. Correct. uh, A lot of
0: long, long days at the Big Honker. We appreciate you sticking with us. It is almost the end of hunting season. What do they want, Jeff? Mossberg shotgun. That's right. You can get a Mossberg. We have been shooting... The Mossberg 940 all season, great shooting gun. It handles the sand. I have said for years, if you want to torture test your product, come out here, put it in the sand and see how it does. And so far Mossberg has done very, very well. We are excited to be a part of them. So you need to go check them out at Mossberg. If you see them at your local uh, sporting goods store, Academy or Bass Pro, Cabela's, Shields, wherever the hell you shop at. Check it out. It's good looking. It's a good shooting shotgun. Also, we're brought to you by Boss Shot Shells, all made in America. Copper-plated bismuth. It is the way to go. Uh, It only takes one, and I'm telling you what, they've changed the game. And we are very, very excited uh, to be a part of their team. They're great people over there at Michigan, up there at Michigan, and they make a great product, uh, copper-plated bismuth. Can't wait to
1: see what's coming out next for the boys at Boss.
0: Yep. They are constantly re-engineering their shotgun shells. Uh, Brandon and them, they have figured out how to make the 3.5 blend just a little bit more effective. So that'll be fun to shoot here in the coming months. Check them out, BossShotShells.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. The end of hunting season is here. We're packing away trailers more and more every day. It has never been easier than it is right now that we have been running Dive Bomb Industries. Everything is in its bags. You just clean out your trailer, and then all the bags just, they store up nice and neat. Pretty simple. It's effective, and it kills birds. What else can you ask for? Check them out, Dive Bomb Industries, and they just released the dates for Squad Fest Part 3. So go check, go check that out on their uh, website. Also, we're brought to you by Pacific Calls. They have made the B.A. Lesser Call. It is my favorite. It is a screamer. But uh, it's also got a very, very nasty low end on it. So if you are in the market for another goose call, go check them out at PacificCustomCalls.com. And they still have the best duck call that's on the market in the PCD. I love it. Uh, blew on it all day today. And it's it's great. It's got enough rasp in it that uh, fits, fits my liking. So PacificCustomCalls.com. Also, we're brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. Take care of that four-legged hunting buddy of yours. Uh, get the field trauma kit, the Keep it quick, in your truck. quick release system, the watering kit. Lou got dehydrated. I haven't been giving him enough water. So now I make sure that every morning I have the, uh, gundog water bottle with me. Um, it's a nice little nifty little gadget, uh, that I keep with me to make sure that he stays hydrated. So, um, take care of your hunting buddy. He saves you a lot of hunting. He saves you a lot of steps every single year. So the least you can do is get him some. Cool stuff to go along with you every day. Gundogoutdoors.com. Also, we're brought to you by Shin Gear Waiters. They are not just a waiter company anymore. They have jackets and a super secret product that I have been torture testing all year long that I think everybody is going to be very, very excited about. Uh, so, more details on that to come. But
1: you know, that to say it's a bib.
0: I can't say what it is. Um, but they do have jackets out right now that are really, really nice, uh, waterproof. And not just a waiter company anymore, Jeff. They're they're growing and evolving. So that's really, really exciting to see. Check them out at shingear.com. Uh, and the rubber boots are very, very nice too. So they got all sorts of stuff. Go check it out. See what you need. Shingear.com. It's all great. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck, best spinners on the market and best A frames that are on the market. The Lucky Duck 2x4 blind. It is uh, fits four grown men, holds grass well. Uh, all of the above. Get the tops if you're hunting cranes, you're gonna need them. And spinners are out of this world. They can all sync up to a remote. Waterproof. What else could you what, what else do you want, Jeff? They've got a swimmer, they've got it all. Check them out, luckyduck.com.
1: And the best blinds in the market.
0: We are proudly brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. We just had Logan and Rebel out. Great guys. You can go to Patreon, type in Looking Glass Podcast. Donate to their Patreon account and you'll get their entire library of debauchery. So um, they're great people, hilarious, um, and it is a fun podcast to listen to. So go to Patreon right now, check them out. You won't be disappointed. Also, we're brought to you by the Hunt Proof app. Uh, it is a digital way of logging your hunts and you can have them forever. You can log how many birds you killed, uh, weather, upload pictures. It's a great little uh, reminder. You can always show your little grandchildren uh, how you used to lay the hammer down a long time ago. So go to the Hunt Proof app and set up an account today. It's great. We're also brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialty. Uh, If you have a product in mind that you think could revolutionize the waterfowl world, send them a mock-up of it and they can build it right there in Mississippi. So, uh, good people there at Alpha Outdoor Specialties and go check them out. Also, we're brought to you by Bangtell Whiskey. Brandon is a go-getter. He is a recording music artist along with the other, bunch of other hats that he wears and he makes a great taste in whiskey. You can find it, uh, all over the place now. If it's not in your local, uh, liquor store, you can get it online, several different places you can get it online. So, Go check it out at bangtailwhiskey.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the way we start our day out here every single day. The Missouri Boat Ride Blend, it's uh, it's my go-to of choice, and it gets us properly fueled for our morning. DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Uh, they've also got cool-looking swag, everything that you can imagine. It's how we start our day out here every single day at the Big Hawk Lodge. We're also brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. We are proud to be associated with them. They have put ducks back into the skies by the millions. What a better organization to... uh,
1: There would be no ducks without Ducks Unlimited.
0: Tie yourself to. So uh, if there is a Ducks Unlimited program anywhere in your area, I would uh, would highly advise you to get involved in any way that you can. All the money goes right back into the duck habitats, and we get to hunt them in the fall. So... Great organization, Ducks Unlimited. We're also brought to you by Double T British Kennels. Corey has got a great little bloodline there. Cool little British labs. We've hunted over them all winter long, and they haven't missed a beat. So if you're in the market for a new puppy, started dog, finished dog, or maybe you've got a stubborn dog that you need a little bit of training, get a hold of Corey at Double T British Kennels, and he'll be happy to help you out. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. If you need dates, call now
1: pig hunting i've got some hog hunting dates left (laughs) unguided hog hunts come in on thursday leave on sunday six hundred dollars kill three pigs per person with lodging i've got i can do a group up to 12 people we can do we do bachelor parties we do private groups all the time you're the only people here at the lodge if you're interested in them i've got some dates left still for late april and i think i've got one date left one weekend left in march anyways i'll ask you an unguided hog hunt thank you for listening to us god bless y'all and have a great week And welcome to Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. I'm Jeff Stanfield with
0: the world famous Andy Shaver. I think Tony's been putting in the uh, Snickerdoodle one. The Snickerdoodle coffee? I think so. Do you it's like? Tasted mis-
1: different. Is it? I like the the Missouri boat ride. I'm a Missouri boat ride fan uh. myself. So um, if somebody's going to go out and do some <clears> Snickerdoodle <throat> shit, that's some right up Tony's alley. It would be his. Yep. Hundred percent. Sad times at Very the big fruity. Haunt. Sad times at the lodge today. Found out the last couple of days that a poor Ollie dog is autistic. Maybe that dog. I am telling you, makes fits the deal. I'm telling Counterfeit. You, I'm telling you, me and Michelle have a uh, a son with ass munchers We think pain or burgers or whatever you call it. He's got a touch of that shit. I think, and now Ollie dog's got a touch of the autism. How do people like us have kids with social orders disorders? I have no idea. I don't know. There's a fine line on on, all seriousness now on autistic. There's a real fine line between people being autistics and geniuses, isn't it? Yes.
0: Yeah. Go look at Temple Grandin if you're bored. She just recently did an interview with Jordan Peterson. I haven't got to listen to it yet, but I've heard him talk about her before. And um, she redesigns slaughterhouses the way that the slaughterhouses are. She redesigns them. Yep. What do you mean? Uh, cows that, so she figured out, so she thinks she thinks like an animal. Um, but basically old slaughterhouses would be like a box and you would square, 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 square. And every time they'd hit a corner, they'd stop. Well, she, she designed it to where it's like a pinwheel basically. And you just, no, no hard corners, no hard corners. Um, but, um, you know, like she would look at slaughterhouses, and if there was uh, like a squeaky fan off in the corner, she would address that and be like, "Well, that's where your cows are stopping right here because everything's the same." And then, bam! It their attention's up there, and they don't know what it is, so they stop. But she is a very, very brilliant lady. Her name is Temple Grandin. You can look her up on YouTube.
1: So Temple Grandin, but so she redesigns slaughterhouses. <clears throat>
0: she's highly autistic. Highly damn- autistic. Um, she thinks in pictures. So if you tell her draw a church, she cannot draw like a kid will draw a square triangle cross on the top with windows. She has your to, basic church. She has to think of a church that she has been to and she will draw that church. She will not just draw your, she can't abstract out. It's got to be this black and white. Yes.
1: Isn't it weird how in society, though, people like that were shunned 100 years ago just about? Unless you come from a family that had some wealth where you got a little bit of a free pass and stuff, you were thought of as a town idiot.
0: Mm -hmm. And like she said, you know, depending on how you judge me, I am an idiot. Algebra, I cannot do algebra. But she says that there is, uh, you know, if you judge me by my algebra skills, I'm a moron, basically. She found her niche, <clears throat> so. And what?
1: So that's what she does is design slaughterhouses.
0: Ah, uh, she does that. I don't know what all she does. I'm gonna
1: look her up real quick. Temple, Temple Grandin. Sometimes I'm amazed at the shit you know about.
0: Well, this is one of them too. Temple Grandin is what does she do? I just need to know your career. She's an autism speaker. Animal welfare. Temple Grandin is a widely and prominent sided proponent for the humane treatment of livestock for slaughter. Basically, she just made them more efficient at slaughtering them. Um, Where it's uh, more animal friendly, I guess. I guess. I don't know what all she does. But, you know, she's very, very. It's kind of a tough interview to listen to her and Jordan Peterson because she's very. Her way of talk is. Kind of gruff, almost I can pull up a clip over just so you can kind of hear her, but like it's i don't I don't know it's it's a tough they made a movie about her um but i am trying to think of the way try, I'm trying to think of the right word. the way she speaks is very rah, 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 rah. so it's kind of hard on the ears to listen to, but she's fascinating
1: well, I never have known i Growing up as a kid in, in the 70s, I never even heard of the word autism until 20 years ago, probably. I never paid no attention to it. But the more I'm starting to see and read about it and understanding it more, it seems like there's a lot of people I know that are autistic or have a touch of autism. So I don't. I think everyone has some sort of autistic, I don't know what, a gene in them, I guess, is what the word I'd be looked like. But we, we, we have changed society where now we drug everybody, you know, when I was a kid, you just had some kids that were some fucking hyperactive kids,
0: labeled autistic today. They've been special ed, But
1: they had big metal working shops and 20 patents each for mechanically complicated equipment that they are selling around the world. And this is something that
0: educators just don't get it. Mechanical problems. It is a different But she's right, you know. We're, we, and that's one thing that she's a proponent of is getting like shop back in schools because We need that. Because she said, you know, there's you grade all of these kids basically, and you're, you're grading them off of how well they do at math, reading, and writing. And then you throw in history. Well, there's so many kids, and like she says, like, you know, that are autistic that have mental disorders that need shop. They're very, they can, you know, they might not be able to do algebra very well, but they can fucking weld something together. Or they, like she said, I know all these high functioning autistic people that have 20 patents each. And it's all because they had shop back in the 80s. Well, kids today don't have that. Well, me and Tony are perfect
1: examples of this. I am a, I'm book smart, math Uh smart. Tony's not. Right. I couldn't fucking build a closet in my house. Mm -hmm. Tony can do any of that kind of stuff. He's mechanical. He can, he can weld. He can do anything right. You know what I mean? In the shop. Yeah. And and he self-taught himself how to do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I have none of them skills at all. Right. But I can read a book and retain what I read. I can take a test. I can do, ma- you know, you know, I'm book smart, and and but I'm not. I have no kind of skills with mechanical skills. There's a lot of great mechanics I know that can't spell their name. Mm-hmm. And she's she is right on that. Do you think we're going to see a time come in our society more where those people are going to become more important again, the way they should be? <laughs> I
0: mean, at the tail end of this century.
1: What are you talking about? You you like by two thousand fifty? Do you think we're going to realize how important all the people that can work with their hands? Twenty five more
0: years, yeah, probably so. So yes, I think I think prob- so too. Yeah, by then, because this generation will phase out, and then we'll have to have those people.
1: The new generation scares me to death. Well, because they really have no social skills.
0: Well, you know, they don't. Hadn't needed them up to this point. <clears throat> Unfortunately.
1: So. I read an article yesterday or last night or something. I wish I'd have saved. I'm going to start saving. I'm going to start screenshotting articles I read so I can go back to them. I was talking about the big, great blackout we're fixing to have. Mm-hmm. And it was some psychiatrist, psychologist, doctor, I don't know who it was that wrote this article that said we're fixing to have in the next two years we're going to have a black week where all cell phones and everything is going to be out for a week. Hmm. People in our country will fucking go absolutely berserk without it.
0: I heard a guy say, so I guess in two, June of 2012, remember the Mayans, it was 2012, right? Yeah. The Mayans said that we were going to uh, meet our demise. That's when their calendar ended. December of 2012. So in June of 2012, June or July, the sun sent three massive solar flares. And they were on a beeline for our planet. Something intercepted them. <clears throat> Nobody knows what it was. Knocked them off course. They you said, have to be
1: something powerful to knock a solar flare. Off they course.
0: said not only would it have just been one, it would have been three back to back, with relatively, you know, it just hit us back to back to back. It would have knocked us back to. It would've knocked us back several hundreds of years. It would have knocked all the power, anything that runs off of an outlet, we would have been dark. And they said the best guess is we would be dark for fifteen years. That's at the low end. More likely it could have we could have been two decades with no power.
1: So this would have been like a big EMP.
0: Yes. But um there's a lot of people that think it might have that these three solar flares would have wiped out human civilization. And from the time that it hit in July, for the last person to starve to death would have been about six months. So right around the time that the Mayan calendar ended. Would have been about the last... The last person would have probably starved to death then. Is this a conspiracy theory deal? <laughs> no,
1: you can look it up. NASA... That's very, that's very interesting. So did they think an alien... Uh- a foreign
0: body done something? I think what are they called? CMPs or something like that. I'll just look up solar flares.
1: That's, that's really an interesting tidbit. I've not heard this before. So they figured it would be six months. They See, figured I think the, they're wrong on the six months. They
0: figured the last person would have probably died around six months after these wiped out everything. Yeah, so it was CME. Uh, July 23rd of that year. It missed Earth with a margin of approximately nine days. <laughs> See, I don't, bel-
1: I don't buy the six month deal. You think it would have been instant? No. Well, I don't know. Are we talking a solar explosion? We talking about a flare? Three, coronal mass ejections. So that's solar flares. The solar flares. I don't think they hit the Earth. I thought they just fried everything. Right. It so would have knocked
0: everything off of.
1: All the power would have went out. Let me see if I can find the video. But I don't think the six months was or if it would be correct. I think there's people could survive for 10 years. There's too many people got too much shit saved up. Mm. There are people sitting at home right now wanting this to happen. They wake up every day wanting to have some fucking mass deal, and I don't understand them. And then they die, and they die, and they, their whole life they live for something that never was going to happen. Let
0: me see. Ooh, it says 2025. There's going to be another one. Yeah, but I'm going to stop living just for that. Shoo. Not but good.
1: but you don't you think that if if all it is is a burst in the sky that fries all your shit and your electronics it's i don't think it's going to kill people there I think it will a lot of people won't live long cuz they don't have to do shit for themselves Are you not going to be able to farm and stuff again or is it just going to I think it's anything that runs off of a battery well that we can survive on that I'm going to try to find this. we would we would be better off than a lot of people would be uh This is an interesting deal. I've never heard this before.
0: I'm trying to find the guy that said it. Uh, That's not it.
1: A lot of dead air here. But what I want to know is, are we talking about a solar flare that's going to hit us like an an asteroid hitting the Earth? Or is it going to be just something that, that fries the system? Because they had one in 1918 or 1898 or something. They had one that fried all the telegraphs.
0: Here this is. I'm saving it to my phone, and then I'll pull it up on...
1: Did you know that? Do what? Yes, 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 yes. And it fried all the telegraphs and stuff. I'm telling you right now, if we went dark for seven (coughs) days with no, just no, just no cell service, you can't even buy gas at most places without, without internet. You know that, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Because they have to use credit card machines and shit. Okay. I'm not cashless, so we would be okay for a while. But hell, you can. I don't even know if the grocery store if they can work with the damn computers. Check out.
0: All right. Ex-Navy engineer David Adair explains the 2012 solar apocalypse.
2: July 23rd, 2012. Look it up. Read up on it. On July 23rd, we had not one, not two, but three CMEs coming straight at Earth in, in a line. Three of them in a row. The perfect storm. Now, what's the CME? It's a corona mass ejection. And it's a ball of plasma. It's coming to earth. And they generally travel just below light speed. They'll cover 93 million miles in 14 hours or less. Well, these three CMEs come hurling in at us. And they came 93 million miles away. And they were going to hit us dead center. Then... We have a word we use in science when we can't explain something, phenomenon. Something bumped them, but they passed so close when they went by, they were between us and the moon. They were only 110,000 miles away. That's very extremely close when you're talking about these things. When they come from 93 million miles away and they pass by only 110,000 miles, something bumped these things. You were given an explanation Mm there recently. Can you talk about that, of what? possibly uh, how we avoided this catastrophe. In a panel I was on recently for Antarctica, Linda Moulton Howe said she had some whistleblowers that said there was a big ship out there that deflected the things. I wasn't there, so I don't know. But sounds good to me. All I know is something caused these things to deflect right to last minute. And how serious was this? This story wasn't released until two years after the event. It happened in 2012. It wasn't until 2014 that the press even talked about it. But if you do the math, this is really interesting. If those three CMEs hit on July 23rd, six months later, probably the last human being would have died on the planet because everything would have been gone and the sun blotted out. And that last person would have died probably on December 21st, 2012. The Mayans were right. We should have died. Something intervened, something, I don't know what. But that CME event did occur. It's not BS. It really happened. Verified by NOAA, NASA and about a dozen other countries
0: that saw it. it was like- See, that, that's, but I don't know what he means. <clears throat> so the way he's explaining it is a CME is almost like nuclear. That, that's hitting. what it was. From After listening to that, it's, it's not, not just a not like solar flare that just no, fries your shit. It,
1: I guess it's <clears throat> a plasma bomb. Plasma
0: ball, basically, is the way he he described it. would have been a
1: bomb and would have went off and three hit. Three of them. But when he said it would have darkened out the sun, now right. we're talking about difference between living in your house. for right. you got enough food stored up right. and st- to freeze to death. Right, because...
0: You're going to be a nuclear winner,
1: basically. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what the temperature... Minus 30, 40, 50 below zero for a long time. You can't survive
0: that. Right. So maybe he's full of shit. Maybe he's trying... I don't know if he's got a book out or what. I mean, I don't know, obviously, but...
1: That was... as I'd never have heard that before. That's very interesting.
0: But it's just... I mean, fuck, you look up at the sky and I mean... Or you look at the moon and you see where all these craters have hit. Where all these... I mean, we're in a fucking shooting gallery, basically, all the time. So, I mean, you know... The margin for us living and dying, being wiped out by an asteroid or if the sun's in a pissy mood, it's real small. So that's the first I'd ever heard of it too. But yeah, 2012, evidently, according to this guy, we should have died. Shouldn't be here.
1: If you look at it from, you know, the Bible doesn't ever cover the dinosaurs anyways. But if you look at the dinosaur times, and I didn't realize it was that many millions of years ago that the dinosaurs were on this earth. And we found the fossils, so we know it, they were here, they existed. Is that what happened then? Did we have a, a, a solar flare that hit the world? Uh,
0: no, it was an asteroid hitting the Gulf.
1: It was an asteroid?
0: Yes. Hitting the Gulf sure. of Mexico. 98% sure. I wonder where it hit at in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, I don't know. But I've heard that they're, they're pretty positive that it hit. In the Gulf of Mexico. I wonder how big it was. I can find that too. <clears throat> the internet is an amazing thing. Uh, it's right by the Yucatan Peninsula. <clears throat> 10 to 15 kilometers wide, but the velocity of its collision caused the creation of a much larger crater, 150 kilometers in diameter, second largest crater on the planet.
1: I wonder where it's at off of Mexico then. Is there in the Yucatan? Between ten and fifteen.
0: It is right there. So there's a Yucatan. Pull that up if you can. Is that map? I'm guessing that's Cosmel. That's
1: Cosmel right there. Oh, it's on the other side. It's over by uh, Meridian. Maybe I think that town over there. Maybe I don't know. I think that's the name of Meridian, Mexico. That's interesting. Not very far off the coast either. But so I'm assuming they've got something like the Grand Canyon off the coast. Ah, Fuck, I don't know. I've never heard of anything. And that right there wiped out the whole world.
0: Well, it wipes out the dinosaurs. Yeah. But, I mean, we still got cranes somehow. Got what? Cranes. They're not really from the dinosaur times. Jeff? They're not. Jeff? Why do people call them pterodactyls? Because they look like a pterodactyl would look. Well, I mean, chickens share uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex DNA. You think I'm lying, don't you? Yeah, I'm looking at you like a you think I'm full idea. of shit. Yeah, I do. Oh my goodness, Jeff! How often am I wrong? A lot.
1: Oh, you amaze me of a lot of stuff you know about because you read a lot. You read shit I don't read. That's what makes it interesting because we have a lot of different interests. But a lot are of things you ready? That you read,
0: yeah. Uh, confirms that dinosaurs share common ancestries with chicken, ostrich, and the lesser extinct ancestry. You tell me how that goes back. There was obviously survivors.
1: Molecular analysis confirms T. Rex evolutionary link to birds. Yes, so it, was a big, that, so it was a big
0: bird. That's how they have. Yeah, they think that there's a there's a, a new. They think Tyrannosaurus might have had a little layer of feathers.
2: Well, a chicken can eat lo- anything.
0: But if you look at the uh, if you look at the the foot of a chicken, it's the exact same as a Tyrannosaurus Rex. How, how do you know? Because they've got fucking footprints of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. They found fossils of the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and they can tell that they don't it's have got none of
1: their feet, though. So yes, I don't they
0: do. That. They found they found full body Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's what's up in New York. Do what? The fossils,
1: Jeff. Okay, yeah, not a full bodied one. Well, yes, I
0: mean fossil a full body f- full. I understand word? what you're saying, and it's they got found the bones, and it's got three yes tones, bones just like birds. More importantly, chickens. Plus, think about how mean that fucking rooster is. You're they telling are me, chickens are meaner than fucking. You're telling me he anything. doesn't have some some you know some leftover tyrannosaurus rex but, proteins in them, and they'll eat meat too. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah,
1: but I've never heard of that before. The T Rex is linked. Read, the I've the never been a dinosaur person. The
0: Smithsonian says. Smithsonian
1: Magazine. <laughs> okay, go pull it down. I'm, okay. I'm trying to read that. Okay,
0: tyrannosaurus rex linked to chickens and ostrich living Things like of a Rex or Chickens and Ostrich, published by the New York Times. I know we don't trust them, but they did say this. How oh, that's going to make me buy something like
1: that. You, you look <coughs> at a modern day, or today, a cro- alligator or crocodile. Mm-hmm. I think they, they go back to, I think, two dinosaur times.
0: I don't know for sure. So there were obviously... I don't think that this was a global catastrophe. You don't? This... Asteroid? Probably not. No, so. but it's, I think it knocked out just the dinosaurs.
1: Okay. Do you think there was just dinosaurs in North and South America?
0: No, 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 no. No, I think that I think that it made... Th-
1: cold cold I think winters it made, and they died?
0: Well, I think that it made things that probably couldn't fly and travel. I think it probably wiped them out pretty easily. But I think anything that was in the air might have had a better chance at surviving.
1: <laughs> if it made a nuclear winter, which they say it would happen if we ever had one of those, if you have a nuclear winter, then those those animals like the T-Rex and all
0: them, the big lizards and dinosaurs, they probably died of freezing to death. Probably. Well, not only that and starvation. Not all dinosaurs died about 65 million years ago. Avian dinosaurs, in other words, birds survived and flourished. Museum scientists estimate that there are more than 18,000 bird species alive today. Righty. But, but, anyway. I wonder how
1: many of the birds we have now were back then.
0: Boy, you're fucking wearing me out on the Google searches. Well, it's just interesting. How did anything survive the mass extinction? But I would like to know how much of the world was affected by the asteroid. Of the world was affected by dinosaur extinction, asteroid. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Survey says. Oh, it doesn't say. Hmm. Anyway, who knows what happened with the dinosaur killing? There, so let's try that one. Live Science sounds like a good magazine. Uh, hidden below the Gulf of Mexico, but what really happened when the asteroid collided with Earth? By studying the geo geology, both of whatever that word is, scientists to piece together what happened that terrible day. Uh, with Earth destructive angle. Gulick's team estimated that the impact would have vaporized the. Three hundred and twenty-five gigatons of sulfur into the atmosphere. Uh, material from the atmosphere. I just want to know. Fires how- it had
1: tons of fires.
0: Yeah, yeah. So who knows? But yeah, chickens, T. Rexes. It's all it's all a common link, Jeff. Chickens made it. <laughs> You had to downsize a little bit. I
1: wonder if our modern-day alligator and crocodiles were here then, too. I know somebody that'll know. Who? Google. If you or, had that CPT or whatever the hell you said, you'd know in three seconds.
0: All right. Around during the dinosaurs. I'm going to say Yes. Alligators lived at the same time and shared a common ancestor. But are alligators dinosaurs? Alligators are not dinosaurs. Though they belong to the same order as dinosaurs once did. So. That's crazy. Not dinosaurs. Very old. There's a lot of
1: medicine they can learn from alligators too. The the way that they can, um, they uh, heal themselves in that nasty scum water. They say there's a, there's, there's some way of getting some bacteria from them that you can make medicine out of. Sandhill cranes are, in fact, the oldest living bird species on the planet. 60
0: million years are sandhill cranes. No wonder those motherfuckers are so hard to kill. 60 million years old to shortly time after the mass extinction that wiped away the dinosaurs. Fuck, it all makes sense now. You are shooting, they are, in fact, pterodactyls. That is absolutely nuts. You're shooting a bird that's sixty million years old. It's got sixty million years of evolution that's and dodging your dopey little fucking a-frame. So that, that it all makes sense. It all makes sense. I get it now. That's crazy.
1: Whew. So you're shooting a sixty million-year-old bird. That little that little patch on their head is it kind
0: of leathery? Yeah. Got to be, that's got to do with something about mating,
1: right? I don't know nothing about them.
0: Well, I'm assuming that once that thing gets real big and red, I think it's uh, a bird that is kind of like a turkey, you know, is what I would think. I don't know. I'm not reading that whole article. Sorry, Montana naturalist, but I'm not reading all that shit. That's actually pretty interesting, too. So, anyways, we started out uh, from autism to sandhill cranes.
1: Well, crazy freaking world! I
0: bet an autistic could kill a sandhill crane, because <laughs> I sure as hell can't. But I bet an autistic kid could. They they speak the same language.
1: I think our crane. I think you're going to see crane uh, limits decrease in the next couple of years. To
0: what? It's already three.
1: I think you're going to go down to one or two. Why? So, so some places you can only shoot two of them, anyways. I think in Canada you can shoot eight. I because I don't think they're repopulating as fast as we're shooting them now.
0: No, that might be. I know a lot of people are... It looks like their numbers are going up. 100% increase from 2,000 and... That wait, was in one that's place. in Colorado. That's Colorado
1: River Valley. That might be even in Texas. <sighs> Status mid-continent Rocky Mountain. So many
0: fucking numbers. One day we'll be prepared for some of this stuff, maybe.
1: No, because we go off the hook.
0: Introduction. Motherfucker, Just give me a chart. Just give me a chart. I don't give a shit about any of this. See, the, the one thing that keeps their numbers up is there's a lot of states you can't hunt them. Right. But
1: I just wonder, is me because more people are hunting them now than they ever had before.
0: 500,000 cranes. Go
1: up to one more. To Wikipedia? will no, go down. This one? Yep.
0: Hit on that. <sighs> 650,000 approximately. Increasing. That's all I needed to know. That's crazy. I wonder why they're increasing. Probably because just like you said, nobody nobody can hunt them. Look at this map. Texas can hunt them. Nebraska can't because of the way that they come in. What else can't? Wisconsin can't, right? I I think you can hunt them in all the western states. I know they're mean as shit. Tell me that doesn't look like a fucking dinosaur right there, Jeff. (laughs) 60 million years old, people. But see those two babies next to her?
1: Yeah. That's the problem.
0: What? They have so small clutches?
1: Yes, big time.
0: So if they ever get in trouble, they're going to stay in trouble?
1: I guess. What? Why is it taking the whooping cranes so long to come back? I mean, fuck, they've been on the endangered species since 1932 or some shit.
0: Hmm. It's got to be because of their clutch. They don't have very big big clutches, exactly. Um. Let me do this, and then I'll bring up my next topic. Several factors have contributed. The primary reason is habitat loss and past rampant, unregulated hunting for their meat and feathers.
1: I wonder so. what their numbers are now. I wonder if get, they've got up to 1,000 now.
0: You do realize that I worked all morning long. Mm-hmm. And now I'm 543. So, no. That's
1: all they have is in the world. That's crazy. They were down to 42 at one time. Really? But they're not but,
0: but you would Uh-oh. think five they forty there'd be a thousand next year and then two thousand next year. But if they were down to forty three and now all of a sudden they're up to five hundred and forty three, then well, I'm fifty year fifty four years old in my lifetime it's been now. Uh-huh. I don't even know what it's been. I mean it just they're not it's not you got cursing. those fuckers in Oklahoma that are shooting four at a time. No shit. They shot a whole year's worth. That's right. Whooping can
1: winter, last year they had five that's in Texas wintered, five forty three. Oh. Read the whole pop the whole article. Anyways, I would just... How many whooping cranes are left in America? The second question, if there are people also ask. that up, one? Up,
0: up right there, yep. It's not much of an answer. Boy, there's sometimes I just really hate this. Our left in the United States. 543. I guess they all came to Texas last year. I bet you that's all they're wild.
1: There was one at Stanford the other day. Really? Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah, I mean, that might be it. Boy, look how much damn jewelry they got on them things. Yeah, you're fucked. Turn your cell phone off if you're going to kill one. But don't kill one because there's only 543 left. Huh.
1: I wonder if they taste as good as all bald eagle does. I
0: don't know. Yeah, I figure it's got to taste similar to a sandhill crane. I've never even seen a whooping crane of you. Yes. You have? Like in the wild or in the zoo? I had a chance to shoot one when I was a kid at Winthorst, Texas duck hunting. Good thing you didn't. (laughs) It's...
1: Yeah, they come right over the top. I mean, just... I've never even seen one. That's the only time I've ever seen any in the wild. Wild. Fred saw one between here and Haskell one day because he took a picture of it. He takes pictures about like Tony does, but you could definitely tell it was white compared to the other two and a lot bigger. But I've never... i You know, Dusty Brown had one in his decoys. why well, I'd be a nervous son of a bitch. Oof, think somebody's going to shoot that thing.
0: Okay, so here's... Oh, this was in 2012. Humans are actually fit fit all government criteria for endangered species. Well yeah, go to the South Side of Chicago. I don't think it has anything to do with that. Why are we endangered species? Because we're we're not repopulating like we should. That was ten that's a ten year old article right there. We we have
1: we are we are definitely losing population, which probably is not a bad thing.
0: We're gonna top out at nine billion. What are we at now? Eight something
1: so, how long will it take to get to nine and we start going down?
0: Uh, I think by the end of the century.
1: Well, I won't be here long for that. So, I guess. But I must... they
0: say when it drops, it's going to go fast, very, very quickly. I wonder why. Just because everything's going to kind of hit that head at the same time. And then we're going to just whoop right off the cliff. Scientific name, human. Bah, bah, bah,
1: bah. I'll tell you what's scary is if you watch any of the movies, Hollywood movies, about anything in the future. That was made 30, 40 years ago. We're going down that same track right now. The artificial mm-hmm. intelligence, all this shit. And it's scary. But you, you'd think when you get to the future, life's going to be easy for everybody. It's going to be perfect medicine, clean water, this, this, this. And everything's completely opposite of what I thought would happen. But the government control is coming and all that other stuff that I never thought would happen is really there. Um, there's an old movie with, uh, I think it was Sylvester Stallone played in it or something. And it was a futuristic movie. And it was basically about uh, about people having babies and stuff. And, you know, she goes like, do you want to have sex or do you just want to touch the button on the machine or something that makes you feel like you did? <laughs> it's like, well, I kind of like that old-fashioned sex. Right. But it's really the kind of way we're getting to with people. Right. People don't not want to have families anymore.
0: Well, and people are... Uh... People are waiting so long to try to have a family that that's got to play into it. I don't think that we were meant to be mid 30s before we started trying to have kids, especially women. You you're can't, about, you're about 10 years past your prime, old you, girl.
1: You can't afford to have kids ever. Anybody that says, Well, I'm waiting to be able to afford them, you're never going to be able to afford kids because they're going to get more expensive all the time. You'll figure it out. People, poor people, have been having kids for years and been okay. You know, don't I understand the financial responsibility of having a child, but if if you're waiting until you have money in the bank to have a kid, you're never going to have enough money in the bank for your kid. Mm-hmm. You know, just love them. That's what they want. What um change the subject real quick. I I turned the football game off last night when the get when it, Tom Brady looked like he was seventy four years old playing football and he, Dallas beat the hell out of him. And I did pick that game, but what happened to the football player Russell Gage last night?
2: I didn't watch it.
1: I didn't either. Did you see that Harry? What happened to that guy? Did he get his head hit? Neck injury? Could he move his extremities? No. I saw he was really hurt real bad, so I didn't know what happened.
0: Yeah, I saw they uh, carted him out, but I didn't see any. Oh, collapsed. Uh Uh-oh. This ain't going to be another one of those. we See, and then after the DeMar Hamlin thing, they've gotten to where they don't show replays. Well, I can understand that. So, like, if it didn't get caught at the very beginning, I don't know that they'll show anything. Boy, Troy Buck, Troy Eggman, and Joe Buck are fucking snake bit. What do you mean? Oh, on, no shit! Called I didn't think this about this game and the Demar Hamlin. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to show a replay. I know we're going to
1: have a football episode, but my Super Bowl pick already one of them's out from early in the year chargers yeah it was my pick before the season started and i didn't realize they were going to be such a shitty coach team but and i had philadelphia but i really think 49ers look like the team to beat right now yeah you're not wrong they look goddamn. they look good um the afc is going to get in some good playoff game now except, yeah and i think jacksonville gives kansas city a pretty good game also i really do they're, they're playing pretty good football right now
0: said he suffered a neck injury
1: um that's too bad lots of prayers to that guy
0: yeah they don't they don't show replays oh maybe maybe there maybe there maybe there it didn't look that bad but i guess it was the way he got hit oh right here huh oh geez mm. he's trying to get up yeah i wonder if
1: he got got knocked out yeah something like that probably
0: Hmm.
1: I'm going to look up on Twitter If it says what's wrong with him he's, out of- he's got a neck injury No, if it says what an update on him uh-uh. I don't know okay. I'm going to tell you right now If you're an NFL general manager And you're thinking about trading the farm for uh, Tom Brady You should have done it about 10 years ago
0: What do you think about Cliff Kingsbury? Going to Taiwan? Yeah I think he's smart Do you think Would you sit out all uh, five years? Or do you think? Do you think he ever works again? Do you think that this is one of those things that if you're going to get out, you're just going to get out now?
1: Russell Gage says he's going to be fine.
0: Good for Russell Gage. Um, what's the question again? Now, do I think if you stay, can he afford to stay out five years and get a coaching job at the end of the five years? Because
1: is he getting seven half million? Story a that year? I've
0: heard, he gets seven million a year for five years. Why do you want to get
1: back in coaching? Ever?
0: No, he's forty.
1: Go fish, go hunt, go chase ah, women. I don't know about that.
0: Uh, Just if, like J.J. Watt said. Oh, oh, no, you didn't watch Hard Knocks. I don't even know what August is for. If it's not training camp, I don't know what I'm going to do. That's something he'll get used to, though. He's like, did we vacation that month? Like, what, 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 what what's going on here? You know, Cliff
1: Kingsbury's a good-looking <laughs> guy. I could see him getting a job as an analyst somewhere. with a... Bill Coward never went back to coaching. He was a great coach. Walked away from a Super Bowl team. This girl's that's his girlfriend. Who? Veronica Balik. I always thought he liked the penis, so I'm kind of <clears> shocked <throat> by this, but she's a good looking gal. She is. Would you rather spend time with her in Taiwan or be with a bunch of sweaty guys in the locker
0: room? <laughs> right. She's kind of got a, you know, weird little forehead, but good for Cliff. But I, she's always she's she's posting uh been posting a bunch of videos from Thailand. Well if they're happy there if that's what he wants to do, I don't blame him at all. That's
1: a high-stress job. He gets paid a lot, but that's a stressful job. And he's got his life he wants so to live.
0: See, Bangkok.
1: And if, if that's where he wants to spend his time at.
0: But why Thailand? Why yeah. you, well, what's what's the allure about Thailand? Is well, no property taxes? Like, no state income tax? What do they tax?
1: call them? Uh, lady men, or what do they call them things? What do they call them It's guys?
0: obviously he's not into that. Because, I mean, he's got Veronica over there. Yeah, unless she's just as, uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know what's going on. I don't know why. Thailand would be a place to to visit. I don't know if
0: I'd want to spend five I wouldn't years. buy a one-way ticket there.
1: No. But his one-way I'd go ticket there a is month. he's getting on a private jet and going somewhere else. Oh, you think he flew private? He's getting, making $7 million a year. If he's invested that pretty good, he's paying taxes. He's making $4 million a year. If he's getting 10% back, he's making $400,000 a year off just one year's salary. Right. I mean, he can live off of his interest, I would think. I don't know what he's doing. He's probably playing first class, but he's not—he's not worried about money by any means.
0: It is crazy <clears throat> at the end of that hard knocks. How tired he looked! That's a stressful year. Uh, look at yourself now.
1: Take a picture of you and take a picture of you April first, <laughs> and you look at the difference too. You're more the—you're stressed out,
0: aren't you? <laughs> yeah, but okay. he, he really looked that,
1: well, but I'm saying he's getting. There's Veronica and Fifi. Do you think he gets a day off? No, oh, no, never. Now no. he's not manually doing something, but he would probably like hunting season, football season to be over either. you, you But it's not like us. when We're ready for hunting season to be over with that guy. Don't want season to be over with till the super bowl. He wants to play till then. And he's probably not going to play till then ever.
0: Do you really think that though?
1: I, I don't think he's good enough head coach to be there. I think no, he's no, a good no, 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 no.
0: Do you think when they were four and four and 13, and they are 4-12. and 12. He was we, ready for season to be and over And they still with. had two weeks to go. He was ready for it to be he's over He was ready with. for it to be over with.
1: Yes, he was.
0: Right. Now the guys that are pl- – like Mike McCarthy, he's not ready for it to be over. Todd Bowles was not ready for it to be over last night. But I think if you're 4-12, and 12, you're like, oof. Let's, let's, let's just, you know, let's not get anybody hurt and let's get to the end. I think that – and, and I, another thing, too. I think Cliff Kingsbury
1: would probably be a pretty good – Offensive coordinator for an NFL team. That was at just, his house. Yep. I just don't think he's an off, I just don't think he's a head coach. And I don't think he's the only one in the league that's not a head coach. I don't think Josh McDaniels is a good head coach. I don't think the guy at Tampa Bay now is a good head coach. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. Yep. I think the kid at San Francisco, DeMarco Ryan, mm-hmm. is a great defensive coordinator. And he's got a lot of talent, but I don't know if he's going to be a great head coach. And he might be. Robert Salah or whatever, Saylor or whatever it is, that cat guides the Jets. Done very well. I don't think he's a great head coach though.
0: What? He's what? turned that organization around. You give you you put Tom Brady there? Tom Brady is done. And at the
1: Jets? Tom Brady is done. Holly Saunders he dated. Do you think you think that you think Tom Brady's got anything left to give? If he goes to the Jets, they no. win the East. No. No
0: way. <laughs> no. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't think so. Second place in the East. I don't know. if he think- went to the
1: Dolphins. I don't know if they're any better with Tua. If Tua is healthy, I think they're better with Tua. Tom Brady has he's 46, He's forty six, forty seven. He looked it. He's done. He's finished. It's it's over for him. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's got a better looking girlfriend than Cliff Kingsbury does. He too. he does,
1: but he's done with football. Wise, he's finished, and I and I think he probably retires. He played too long.
0: Now, I tell you, I told you the story that I heard of why he came back this year.
1: Because she told him he couldn't.
0: Because he would have. He played so his contract oh, yeah. with Fox takes into effect as soon as he retires. And I don't remember what he's making, but it's ungodly. It's $30 million a year from $30 Fox. Million a year. He plays basically for like $1.5 million, I think is the way it is. So maybe it's not that number. But either way, the money for the divorce that he gets from playing in the NFL was much lower than what he would have paid had he got a divorce a year later working for Fox. So it was all a way of fucking Giselle out of a bunch of money. Which at that point, why are you you know why are you playing games with money? You both have more money than either one of your great grandkids could spend
1: yeah, in their lifetime. I don't, I don't know about all that. That's someone's take on it. I I don't I think that Tom Brady is done with football. I do. I think Cliff Kingsbury is smart to set out his five years. I don't like Matt Rule. You know Matt Rule had all that money. If he didn't go sign, he went sign with Nebraska.
0: There it is. 15 million, not one point five. And wrong decimal point. So basically he he got off for half of what he would get with Fox. Well, he gets
1: paid six hundred and eighty-three eight hundred and eighty-two thousand dollars a game. He was very overpaid last night by about eight hundred and eighty thousand dollars a game. That scored two touchdowns. He was terrible. When I turned it off, he would have been terrible. And Dallas's defense played really good. And I was wrong. I said that T- Tampa Bay matched up well with Dallas. Tampa Bay healthy, matched up well with Dallas. Old man Tom right there did not match up with them last night. Did Uh, did Mike Evans ever catch a
0: ball finally? I don't know. But that did say that his base salary was $1.2 million was his base salary. The rest is bonuses and stuff. I'm assuming in divorce court they get all of that? First of all, I don't think Giselle's going to go
1: hungry. None of them do. I'm not saying that. But
0: there's, but that's the, that's the theory is that he came back just to screw her out of a $30 million salary, basically.
1: Well, how many kids they got like three or four and they're all under 18, aren't they? Yeah. Well, so I guess he's going to pay child support for about seven or eight years and they're in Florida. And I think Florida doesn't have alimony. Hmm. She doesn't,
0: I don't I doubt she's sitting around
1: waiting on Tom's check.
0: Well, probably not, but you know, it had to get written. You can't just hand-wave that away. I'm
1: ready for Tom Brady to retire and go on and do his deal. I'm Tom Brady'd out.
2: Mm,
1: that's fine. The guy's a great quarterback. He stayed too long. One year too long, at least. Eh. Maybe two years. He was terrible this year. And you know what's so bad? He really had good numbers. Right. But I think that, you know, it's just a system. Now, every team that got a quarterback, it's a veteran that can throw the ball and has good receivers is going to throw some yards up. Mm-hmm. Going to be a lot of changes in football coming up this next year.
0: The Raiders are
1: going to sell the farm for Brady. Well, they'll be just like they did this year, sitting in the bottom of the AFC West with Denver. Um, I think that uh, I think Mike McCartney is going to be a Cowboy coach next year. I think him winning the game last night solidified that. No matter what happens in San Francisco, nobody expects Dallas to win in San Francisco except the Dallas Cowboy fans. Right? Nobody that's an analyst, nobody that's a football person will be anybody. Everybody will be shocked if Dallas beats San Francisco. Dallas will win the Super Bowl. Mm, Probably
0: so, yes I I think
1: if they beat San Francisco, they're going to win the Super Bowl They'll beat the AFC (laughs) team
0: It's crazy, I'm much more excited about the AFC than I am the NFC
1: And I would not be surprised if the Giants beat Philadelphia
0: That's a hot take Uh,
1: Giants are playing really good football now They're hot Philadelphia has not played well the last month Nope. So I would not be surprised if the Giants win But if Dallas beats San Francisco, I think Dallas is going to win the Super Bowl. I think they're going to be on a hot. But if they get beat, I think Mike McCartney keeps his job. McCarthy. McCarthy. I think he keeps his job because nobody's expecting him to win outside of Dallas. Just
0: good enough to keep your job.
1: Yep, that's exactly right. They don't have – San Francisco has a lot more talent. The only thing San Francisco has going against them is they got a rookie quarterback that maybe will get rattled
0: a little bit. I don't understand why everybody doesn't follow this model that San Francisco's got. San Francisco, L.A., Get all these big name guys, ride them till the wheels fall off, and then just fucking sell them for parts and reload. Who does 49ers have like that? What are you talking about? They just made one of the blockbuster trades for Christian McCaffrey's Christian McCaffrey. not. A, 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 he's 26 years old or 27. Oh, he's the best running back in the league. No,
1: no, I know that, but it's not like they're getting an overdone veteran that's on his last couple of years of playing.
0: No, they go and get all these like stars. Like Dom Miller was
1: in his last parts of his career.
0: But they go out and get all of these stars just like. LA did a couple years ago. They got Jalen Ramsey, they got Von Miller, they got uh Sue, Matthew they got Stafford. Matt Stafford, they got Aaron Donald, they got now they 49ers did,
1: have not done that. They did. Then we got Christian
0: McCaffrey. Who else? They're all no, but that's the model now. They're think, following it from uh the Rams. What who else besides Christian McCaffrey
1: did they trade? They traded for Kish McCaffrey when they were four and three. Everybody else on their team is a homegrown product, just about. I think they set Denzel Ward or whatever his name is, a defensive back. I think they signed him as a free agent, but they haven't went out. They're George Kittle, homegrown. They're quarterbacks, homegrown. Wide receivers, homegrown.
0: Uh, what about on Trent defense? Williams. What about
1: on defense? Uh Bosa, homegrown. They did I think that uh, uh. Warner guy played for uh for Indy, maybe. But they've done okay. a lot
0: they've done a great job of
1: drafting.
0: Who have they drafted? They went and got Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. So they haven't drafted a quarterback. George
1: Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel.
0: They did. They did. Their go offensive
1: line. Their defensive line. Joey Bosa. No, uh, Nick or Nick Bosa. Whenever they get the Bosa guy, they don't get in trouble.
0: Yeah, but I thought weren't there a lot of talks that Nick wasn't going to be as good as Joey? Well, fuck it. Let's talk. Nick looks like he's better than Joey. Hundred percent. Kind of, they
1: said that same thing about T.J. Watt and
0: J.J. Watt. But now. Now that everybody sees what the Rams did on their Super Bowl run, what the Niners have what they have potentially, why don't everybody do that? Just go mortgage the farm. Well, they they didn't do it. Get three good years but and they, then rebuild they, after that. They
1: drafted well though too. A lot of teams don't draft well. They've drafted But there's a well. lot
0: of teams. The Dallas Cowboys
1: are a team that could take that deal cuz they've drafted very well. But
0: there's a lot of teams that are one player away.
1: Well, Dallas is. And they I sh-
0: don't understand why you just don't go get that player and then in three years overpay him and then we'll worry about it in three years. That's what the
1: Rams did. Don't you think the Dallas Cowboys would have been better off to go trade for D-Hop as <laughs> soon as he come back off the deal when Cardinals are out of it? Maybe. They need another
0: receiver. Right? They do. Green and, Bay for, for fucking ever.
1: Well, they go wasted get, their chance. Go
0: overpay for these guys. Go. Go pay. And then in three years we'll worry about it when it when it comes and bites us in the ass. Do just see- like the Rams are doing now. Bay says he wants out.
1: You think Green Bay was smart a couple years ago when they signed Reggie White back in the day? That's the sign. They overpaid for him, but it made him in the Super Bowl. You win a Super Bowl. That's right. I agree with you on that part of the deal. They need to do that. And but San Francisco's got a lot of homegrown talent.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So did uh, I mean you looked at the Rams? Rams had Cooper Cup.
1: Buffalo went and got uh, Stephon Diggs.
0: Yeah. Overpay for these guys. Get a couple good years out of it. Make a couple Super Bowl runs.
1: And Buffalo signed Von Miller. And until he got hurt, they really looked like oh, They, they have good. not the same since he's oh, gotten hurt. they
0: were good. Boy, were they ever the
1: good. The AFC is really going to be good because I thought Baltimore <laughs> should have beat Cincinnati. I really did. I did not think that was going to happen. That, okay, here's your big stink. Lamar Jackson. <clears throat> Lamar Jackson is not going to play for Baltimore Ravens ever again. Hmm. They're going to try to franchise him. They're going to end up trading him. They're getting a divorce. It's over. Um, I don't think Baltimore, I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to make you quarterback to put you in the Super Bowl. I really don't. I don't think he throws the ball well enough. Well, He's we all know that, Jeff. Great running back. But where's he go next year? You somebody know? will pay him. Does, does somebody like the, the New York Giants let Daniel Jones walk and pick him up? because they've got a running back a quarterback now that's not a great thrower but Daniel Jones has played damn good the last month.
0: Um okay, so I'm looking up Rams, Tampa Bay. They had a lot of homegrown talent. They went and bought some guys. They went and bought Brady and Sue, right? Sue was on that team and then yes. he played for the Rams last yes. year. Yes. Kansas City did not. Kansas it. City all organic. New England bleh, 13 to 3. Defense. Philadelphia, forty-one to three. What did they, they had Nick Foles that year? So obviously they they were mostly
1: homegrown. Every team buys somebody, gets somebody every year to try to make their team better. Denver,
0: Peyton Manning. Yep. So and then Seattle, they were you know Russell Wilson was in his rookie deal, so they could pay for things around him. But that's just my take as an outsider. Maybe go overpay.
1: Get you a couple good years. Okay, you're a Packer fan. Who are
0: you going to get to make your team do that? <laughs> uh, you, Jeff, D-Hop. Go get D-Hop. Yeah. Is, is Aaron Rodgers coming back? Uh, that That's what, what the GM says. GM says we made a huge commitment to him in the offseason. Uh, we think that it is for more than one year. Um, How about a team like Detroit? They're right on the cusp. When you had Devontae Adams, you needed one more wide receiver. That's all you needed. Same
1: as Dallas Cowboys now with C.D. Lamb. Yeah, Dallas needs one wide receiver. Dallas has a good enough defense, but their offense – that, that teams can run the ball on Dallas, but Dallas has a really good team. They do. I give Dallas shit all the time, and I say if they beat San Francisco, they win the Super Bowl. I don't think they'll beat San Francisco. I don't even think they'll beat – I think San Francisco beats them by 10 points. But the Cowboys have a good nucleus of players, but they, they're missing a wide receiver. And yeah. same as Green Bay did forever.
0: Is Kyle Shanahan that good of a coach or do they have just that good of a nucleus around Brock Purdy that they can continue to do this? Or is he scheming up things to make Brock Purdy shine? I think, I think what good coaches
1: do is they find players and they are a team. When they play a team, they expose the other team's weakness. Mm -hmm. And I think Bill Belichick did that for years was really good at that. And 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 he's got enough talent at San Francisco he can do it because you think about it when you got Debo Samuel George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey if you get one of them some open space they're getting some yards they're both they're great yak guys every one of them yards after catch can go yeah and a lot of teams don't have that you know like you take T J Hawkins at Minnesota as a tight end he's a good tight end Uh but he's not a great yak guy like that right I mean he he does get but he's not George Kittle Mm
2: -hmm. you know.
1: Ezekiel Elliott, <clears throat> Zeke's a good running back, but Zeke ain't Christian McCaffrey when it comes to giving him open space. Christian McCaffrey can make yards. Mm-hmm. I think Shanahan really good about putting Debo and them guys in a position where they can get that extra yards. And so I think that helps him out. And then I think they have a great defense, and they've done it. They've got great talent on defense. But I think that's what separates them. Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes is an amazing person, but I still keep saying I think they're going to be really wishing they had Tyreek Hill in the playoffs.
0: We're going to find out.
1: Yeah, I really do. Um, Buffalo's the one that's scary. Them two wide receivers they got Mm -hmm. are freaking money. And James Cook is starting to play pretty good football for them. And Josh Allen is an amazing guy. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't think it's Cincinnati's year. I mean. I think their offensive line's too beat up.
0: And that's crazy, too, because they were supposed to invest a whole bunch.
1: They got hurt. <clears throat> yeah, they, they they did, and that kid fumbled the ball for Baltimore. I felt sorry for that kid. He played a really good game, Huntley. Yeah, he played a really good game for what that for. Yeah. What, he he's he's just a poor man's version of Lamar Jackson. He's not as fast, not as good a runner. Which Lamar Jackson's probably one of the best three runners in the NFL. Right.
0: Greta Thunberg got arrested. Wonder what she did. Now, I'm uh, telling was...
1: you, our world right now, the people in Germany are fixing to freeze to death. Yeah. You know, they they cut off their gas supply from Russia, and now, they're having to rely on wind energy and green energy. and It ain't working.
0: Um, I think I, I think I talked about that before. What? I don't know There's about so green much, energy. No, um, how Russia was going to back Germany, and then that's what Trump said, wasn't it?
1: Yes, he told him. He said, he "You told keep him. you keep talking shit about Russia, but you keep paying them money all the time." Right. You know, and they
0: supply your heat basically. Yes, and at the drop of a hat, Russia can decide that you don't need your gas anymore, and they can turn you off.
1: Well, I think they've. It's that's what's happening now,
0: huh? We're
1: supposed to have a major cold front mid-February, big one again. Who knows? Maybe I don't know if it's going to be like a polar vortex I'm sure it or will not. Be. But they said uh, Germany and the Europe, them, them people are freezing over there. Hmm. Do Lucky you, bastards. What's, what, what's your thoughts on this? The government wants us to do away with gas-powered stoves in our houses. Mm-hmm. And I told you the thoughts on this is, is that if it's electrical, they can turn your switch off with a computer.
0: Can they not do the same
1: with they gas? They can't with propane and gas. Why? Propane, they can't. You can get a tank outside of your house. It just goes straight from your tank to your house. I guess Lone Star Gas or Atmos Energy or whoever could could turn it off. But they got to come to your house to turn it off, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They do. They've gotta- I
0: don't see. I, I bet there's a kill switch somewhere.
1: Yeah, they like turn a valve off behind uh, your house. I bet there's one. I'm sure they have everybody. one that feeds a whole town. Right. But propane they can't do that way too. You know, once Shut we have- Shut down your trucks. Well, but I, I don't understand why the big battle now is over. pro. There, there's something sinister going on because they're pushing this gas stuff now big time. Like there's some goofy lady come out and said that one out of every 10 kids that's Autistic or something is raised See, there. In the that's house why you're seeing with gasoline with yep. with. Well, no, no. It all makes been, sense now. No, it
0: don't though. Yeah, it does.
1: No, people been cooking out gas for years. Well, they did wood first. Jeff. This lady come no out. No
0: autism. Cook with wood.
1: The same lady come out and said that she will not take her. That her family will never ever eat a meal that's prepared by gas ever again. It's not Quit good. Going food to restaurants then, lady. Bingo. You know, you show me a place that's got electric grills for your cookout.
0: What uh, about McDonald's? I wonder what they use. Could you do fast food or is there a, or is there a gas burner that heats up your griddle? I bet it's
1: gas. Gas is cheaper and hotter. I don't know. And faster. Yeah. And that's why they're doing it. Interesting times. Well, we live in we're things our world <clears throat> is so screwed up right now.
0: I think it's always been screwed up. We're just seeing it maybe.
1: No. It, before you get people to work. Oh. The world was probably screwed up, and we're finding out more and more that that we're being we've been lied to. Did you see the big uh What summit is it that the the Klaus Schwab and all them are doing? Yeah,
0: I saw that. They're all going to fly in and tell us that we should quit flying.
1: Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, and George Soros all canceled. Mm. They all decided at the last minute to back out. That's something weird going on there. Uh, Elon Musk is sure putting the world on George Soros now.
0: He is. And uh, what's his, Bill Gates? He should. Everybody. You got to feel bad for Brett Maher. Four extra points and a field goal. They won. What's it matter? Yeah, but I bet they cut him. Well, they're stupid if they are. He's
1: been pretty damn good all year long. You
0: know what Josh Moore told me. So I made a joke this morning. Said, you know, I've n- I never missed an extra point. <laughs> Fuck, I never did either. I'm fifty for fifty. Josh Moore is at my high school. He was a pretty good athlete. Fifty for fifty is what he tells me. So you can fucking look it up. <laughs> looked it up. So you did, didn't you? Oh yeah, we looked it up. <laughs> How many? How many do you think he attempted? If he was fifty for fifty, no, no, no. How many think that he did? He's not. He didn't. He didn't attempt fifty. Well, then he's not fifty for fifty. Then. How many do you think he attempted? Thirty-two. Or Thirty-two. No, he's he attempted. He attempted forty-three. He's forty-two for forty-three. So That's basically, still good. so basically, he padded his stats by twenty percent. That's still pretty good, though. But it's not 50 for 50. It's not 100%. Well, no, he never
1: missed, though, so he did miss. He did miss. Did he mention that he, he missed?
0: He did. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember now. How do you fucking not? You <laughs> oh, don't tell yeah. people you're 50 for 50 if you know you now. missed one. I remember now. Not only that, you didn't attempt 50. You didn't even attempt 50. You attempted 40. You're much closer. H- to how many years did he kick? One. That's a lot of touchdowns. That is. I think he said one. I don't remember. Well, all of his credibility went out the door whenever when he was told me he was 50 15. for 50. And actually, he's like, <laughs> and he told 40, you look it up. 40 for 40. He didn't think anybody would look it up, is what happened. But Yoder, <laughs> Yoder is always looking for an excuse to, to prod Josh Moore. All the time. So when he said he was 50 for 50, Yoder typed in Josh Moore, Scott's Bluff, 42 for 43. Josh Moore. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was that one Oh, yeah.
1: Oh that is so true about Yoder though. He is always anytime he if, if he could poke at fucking Josh Moore if, he does all the time. Yes, 100%. And
0: he found his opportunity. <laughs> then we're sitting in the blind. I can't remember what we were doing. Um uh Johnny tells me yeah, my grandfather, he told me I'm the best athlete he's ever seen. Who said this now? His grandfather, Josh Moore, did. Yeah,
1: was poor. I'm embarrassed for him already. I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah. He said I was
0: best best athlete of the family. And, um, trying to find <laughs> poor a, fucker. To find I'm as
1: embarrassed to... now for him as I'm Tony fucking. <clears throat> and I was like, yeah,
0: because uh, I was like, was your grandfather a scout for a long time? Like, where you know what? What's where am I getting this credibility from? I don't know. He just he just watched me and he said I was the best ever. Like, yeah, because grandfathers never fucking lie to make their grandkids feel better. Well,
1: I'm going to tell you what about Josh. Josh works his ass off. I'm not saying he doesn't. And he's,
0: he's not lazy. No. But he does not help himself at all. That's 50 for 50. You can fucking look it up. Um, I can't find... I don't know where Yoder went and looked. But anyway... Josh Moore is not 50 for 50. He's 42 for 43, which is still a very respectable number. Way more field goals than I ever did.
1: not done better than the kicker for the Cowboys last night.
0: <coughs> he did. He did. But 50 for 50, fucking go, go look it up. Poor kid. God almighty.
1: <laughs> but that is so funny because Yoder would never do that to nobody else. No. But, boy, if Josh comes up, he tries any eat time to put him in his place. Are these his?
0: Scott's Bluff. That would be about right. Four, four carries for 10 yards his senior year. I mean, I feel bad even looking at this, but that can't be right. I think oh he was a defensive player. There we go. 57 tackles. Not bad. Punts, kickoff, scoring. There it is. 43 for 44. There you go. So not bad. It's a lot of touchdowns. How many touchdowns is that per game? Four if they played 10 games. Good offense. Scott's bluff. Yeah, he played on defense. Like strong safety or something. (laughs) Yoder looked up his stats. That's funny. Fucking quick, too.
1: Well, they wouldn't like him at the old man coffee shop and the motherfuckers are lying at the Mm -hmm. table. I don't "Don't, know. Don't say shit around Yoder. He's going to fucking look everything up.
0: You can get by with it. I think I was the last generation that doesn't have all of his stats on max press. Max preps. That's probably true. No, everything's there. These poor kids are never <laughs> going to get to lie. Yeah, lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: That's
0: great. We got to get out of here. Yeah,
1: we got much going on. we have a podcast with a, maybe start having guests. We'll start having that in two weeks. We'll start bringing guests on again. and Definitely get in back, February. Get back to our normal stuff. It'll, it'll be in mid-February. Our first two weeks of February, it might be just two per week. Then we'll kick some out extra after that. Uh, thank y'all for listening to us. God bless you. Uh, if you need anything, please holler at me. We're booked up about 50% of our hunts for next year already. So if you want a corporate dove hunt, I've got a couple of weekday packages. I can still do a corporate dove hunt for 20 to 50 people. And I've got some uh, November waterfowl hunting. If you want a November date with us, you need to book pretty damn fast, like I'm saying, within the next month if you got a group.
0: Which for the last couple of years, November's been the time to be
1: here. Oh, it has been lots out. So if you need November or you need Christmas hunt, you need to let me know pretty quick. Thank you all for listening to us. God bless you, and have a great day.
0: Go look at our sponsors. Go check out the Looking Glass podcast. It's on their Patreon account. It's easy to find. Look at the Hunt Proof app Alpha Outdoor Specialties, Bangtail Whiskey, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Dirty Duck Coffee, Ducks Unlimited, Double T British Kennels, Lucky Duck, Shin Gear Waiters, Gundog Outdoors, Pacific Calls, Dive Bomb Industries, Boss Shot Shells, and Moss